Welcome to the Center of Excellence Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Genovese, Director at Oz Marketing, and still after all these years, sales novice. Hey. But we still love you, Tim. Oh, thanks. Everyone needs a nice novice. You're getting novice. better, buddy. Yeah. We're, we're working there. We're working in that direction. Uh, with me, as always, Oliver Young, Operations Director with the Young Automotive Group. So am to be here, and Tim. to have you. Brad Taylor, Corporate Trainer with the Center of Excellence. Yo, I'm all charged up over here. I, you're all jacked up on Mountain Dew. I can Yee-hoo. see you. In fact, once again, Rick Level, General Manager with Young Buick GMC of Layton. Love hanging out with these guys. We fun room, love fun room. Having you, uh, Rick. Let me let me ask you a question. Are you ready to take the segue right now? Well, oh, ask that one again. Uh, are you ready to take the segue right let's, now? Let's. What's my what's my base? That's my kind base? of a weak close there. <laughs> oh, come on. My basic Newbie. question is My are, basic question is, are you ready to take this segue right boy, now? There we, there, there we go. There we go. That's great. And this is why I am still a novice, unfortunately. <laughs> Well, and I think we'll what you're asking me is to talk about the basic question today. Is that what you're asking? I think that's the I think that's the direction uh, I might be going. I'm kind of excited to talk about this today because this is something that I'm a little passionate about. I'm a simpleton, so I've been doing it the same way for about 25 years. But when you talk about the basic closing question and you ask that across our group, across all 30 rooftops, you'll get thousands of different answers as to what the basic question is. So hopefully today we can break it down and and maybe just show you my perspective and the way that that I've been doing it. Um and hopefully this helps to close more deals and find more customers. So the basic question, I think one of the things that's an epic fail is that we don't even ask people most of the time. We spend so a lot true. of time. We spend hundreds of thousands of dollars in advertising. We've got millions of dollars worth of beautiful cars and trucks and SUVs out here. We show them. We practice scripts. We present. We know all the product knowledge. You're with them for two, three hours. We hang out with these guys long enough then to date them sometimes. <laughs> but when we get to the end, sometimes we just forget to ask the question, the basic question. So for me, this is the part that you just need to have a little blind faith and jump and, in and do it every time. And Rick, we're not alone. And what no. I mean by that is the funny thing is, is I well, so I get pitched a lot. Like every day somebody's pitching me to sell me something, right? <laughs> and just in a meeting just two hours ago before this, and they were pitching me this financing thing and guess how it ended? Let us know what you think. So what'd you think? What'd you- hey, yeah, so can I send you over my deck? You know, and it's like, oh, thanks, right? <laughs> Not, it's like you just sat and you pitched me for an hour and a half mm-hmm. and you ended with, so what'd you think? Mm-hmm. That's not a that, that's not a basic question. That's <laughs> well the other one is I mean me basically that's a question. You have, feel free to call me with any questions. That's not really a basic I don't question. Have, I don't have questions. It's an excuse to leave. Yeah. It's like, hey, sweet, yeah. Thanks for allowing me to not buy your product. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because you have so much confidence that it's gonna be great for me that you just let me think about it. <laughs> well, when you talk about the basic question, I think You know, you need to approach why we don't ask. And that's one of the biggest things is I think it's fear. When you get to right down to the end of it, we do our job, we show them a car, we make them fall in love. But then when you get to the basic question, this is a yes or no, we're going to move forward. We're going to talk about thousands and thousands of dollars or big payments. And it gets a little nervous for the salesperson or 
or sales consultant to jump in there and ask that basic question. But this is where we make the sale happen. If you guys go, and I, I kind of now, I have an analogy. It's like running a marathon. If you run a marathon, 26 miles, get right up to the edge of the, the finishing ribbon and then quit. You didn't finish the marathon. You did all the hard work. You sweated. You went through the pain to get there and you simply didn't cross the finish line. Not asking the basic question is not breaking the ribbon for me. That's not finishing the marathon. So we need to make sure that we always get to a point where we're asking this customer for a product service or to complete the transaction through the basic question. And Brad, you see, I mean, you talk with a lot of different salespeople, right? You know, he's, Rick's saying it's fear that holds him back. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Or, and if not, why? Yeah. Uh, fear, uncertainty, doubt. Um, they don't know what the other options are. A couple podcasts ago, we talked about finding other options. A lot of times as a newer sales professional, you allow the customer to get laser focused or narrowed in on one product that you have. And then you do invest all that time on that one product. And if the answer is no, you really don't know where to go from there. Yep. And so it's the commitment. Of yeah. like, they say, no, now I'm dead. Yep. I don't know what to do next. I don't know how to come back from this. I don't want to start over. It's nine o'clock at night. I mean, there's so much that that can go into that. And the cool thing about the basic question is, as Rick said, it's cut and dry. We're at yes or no. Um, I have heard across the group a lot of justification for why they're ready to ask the basic question. And they'll say things like, well, I wouldn't be doing my job if that just is justification to me. That's someone that doesn't have confidence in their skill set. They don't have confidence in the product that they just did a presentation demonstration on, where they don't have confidence in the service that we're about to offer. Because as a professional that works for this organization or in any sales capacity, you need to believe in what you have and know that it is the proper solution for that customer. And so asking the question is, hey, I did all of this for 26.19 miles. Let's break that tape, baby. Let's, let's push through. Let's do it now. I agree. Well, Oz, you've had plenty of customers that are plenty of clientele that come to you. And like you say, they don't ever ask for the close um, at the end. Some of them you do business with at the end of it all, you ask questions back to them. But when they don't, when they don't ask, do you feel like you're cheated? Yeah. Do you I, feel like you wasted your time? Yeah. Well, I, I just feel like they don't believe in their product. You know, I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, you pitched me all the reasons why to do it, why it's going to make my life better. Why? And then they just like, so what'd you think? And it's like, I don't, you know, I don't know. Like I, I thought it was good. I thought your transition slides between your PowerPoint presentation were a little weak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like little little hand right? feedback. It's what I want <laughs> is I want a salesperson to say, "Hey, okay, when can we make the next step? Like, hey, when uh, are you ready to go?" Um, and so there, so many sales professionals are afraid of that, or they're afraid of me thinking that they're too pushy, and so they don't do it. Right. And there's a thousands of reasons why you can come up with why why you don't do it. But there's a really good explanation of why you should, because you know exactly where you're at. Yep. I'm at the finish line. I'm here. And you know where you get to go from there. Well, I, 
the customer's expectation is now it's time to be closed. Now it's time to be asked. And if you don't provide that, they do go to another dealership and ask for it. And I would, I almost, as a customer, I almost take it personally, right? Like, oh, you don't believe in that that I'm serious (laughs) as a customer. You don't believe enough that I'm actually going to make this purchase to just ask me the question. Mm -hmm. So it, it just, the kind of you know, pussyfooting around a little bit, I guess, for lack of a better word, it it just, it makes me as a customer feel like, oh, oh, I'm not good enough for you. And I feel like we're (laughs) pussyfooting around it right now. What is your basic question? My basic question is, do you like the vehicle well enough to buy it right now if I get the numbers right? Closed the same way for 25 years, Mr. Customer. I guess my basic question is, do you like the car well enough to buy it right now if we get the numbers right? Simple. It's yes or no. If you get anything other than a yes, ask more questions. That's where we teach you to crick, to overcome. Um, There's lots of ways to go, but there's not a doubt if you ask a question that way, it's yes or no. So, but there is a lot of doctrine out there, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to call it doctrine, that the best way to get a sell is to assume the sell. I agree with assuming the sale. But, but if you ask the basic questions, that's not assuming it. There are a lot of sales managers will tell you not to ask a hard yes or no question. My rebuttal to that is if you've done your job properly, it doesn't matter how direct the question is. If you're at the point where you're ready to sell a car, the customer is expecting it. They deserve it. You owe it to them. Anybody that wants to hang out with me for two or three hours deserves to drive home in a new car at the end of it. I would not hang out with me unless there was an end result, and that's a happy tag and a smiling customer. Well, I, and a lot of people fall into that, though. They fall into the, if I just assume the sale, then mm-hmm. hopefully it'll just happen without me having to actually really bring up any confrontation. Yeah. And the problem with that is the customer feels this weird around it mm-hmm. because it's like you haven't asked me if you want to buy it now and I don't know if I'm committed if I'm not committed like where are we at and the customer doesn't even know where they're at but when you're just direct and you say hey my basic question is do you like it well enough to own it right now all of a sudden it's I know exactly where I'm at and if they say no is that okay too that's okay you just got to tell them more tell them more yep and all that is is saying okay I understand that might not be it right now but let's continue to work through it, right? Um, We're afraid of that no, and walking through those no's is what gets us eventually to a yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I I like Rick, I love metaphors, right? You're running a marathon. For me, the sales process is a lot like a really nice first date. You're going to take someone out, take them on a nice date, take them to a nice meal, and then just Assume that you get to go into their home? <laughs> Definitely not, right? You got to ask for you the gotta kiss. Ask. You got to ask for the kiss, Brad. You have to ask, right? <laughs> There's laws against anything other than asking, okay? And I know that's a dramatic Brad likes, analogy. Brad likes metaphors. I do like metaphors. They are memorable. Um, but the reality is you don't take that slow walk up to the doorstep and assume you're walking in. You have to ask. You have to get to a point where everything that's led up to this point is going to result in a car deal. We're going to sell a machine. Customer's going to buy the service from me. Whatever it is, there has to be that point. And the cool thing is the customer expects it. They want you to ask 
so they can say yes. Nobody wants to be slyly sold. People want to buy, right? And that's what we forget is we think if we're just assuming our way through, that's not repeatable, right? I assumed my way through with this specific customer. What is repeatable is following a specific process that ends with, do you want to buy it right now? And if the answer is yes, awesome. We move forward and I can repeat that later on. If not, I'm going to have to assume I know what I'm doing on the next one as well. And one of the things on that is that doesn't mean assumptive selling isn't something oh, no. that you should do. It's part of the process. You assume the sell all the way up to the point to where you feel like, okay, now is the time to walk across that bridge. Yeah. That Now I'm going to ask the basic question, get it all out on the table to make sure that if we're not seeing eye to eye, that we know where we're at. Mm -hmm. um, and then after we find out where we're at, and then we get to walk through that. And that expectation sets up a conversation for clear communication, right? Because if there's just this assumption all the way through where you just end with this weird question of, so tell me what you think, you're going to get some feedback or some information you weren't expecting yep. versus a hard yes or no question. At least you know where you stand. So, yep. And as a salesperson, now hopefully, you know, you're seeing your managers get engaged with your customers, right? As a salesperson, what the what you should be seeing as a sales manager, well, from your sales manager, is them walking the process back. And why do they do that, Brad? That's so they can inspect whether or not the sales process was followed and what was potentially missed or yep. skipped. So they go, okay, well, wait. The first thing I'm going to do is make sure I go back through that whole process and make sure that the, that everything was followed. Mm -hmm. And they do that because if something wasn't, we need to go out and do it again. Yeah. Because if if something was skipped, the basic question is not going to be helpful. Because if they don't know that vehicle has X, Y, or Z, or if they don't know something about it, then you you didn't earn the right to ask the basic, basic question. Right? Agreed. Yeah. So, but they'll reverse engineer that process. Then after the fact, what do they do? Reask the basic question. They go right back to the basic question. Yeah. Because they're saying, hey, look, you did this. You went through this. My my salesperson, he took you through that process. Don't, it sounds like we find the perfect rig for you. And they go right back to the basic question. Why? Because it establishes where you're at as a sales manager. If you skip steps or if you don't ask the basic question, just know right behind you should be your manager that does it because that's the only way to establish where you're at and start that conversation from a, a place of mutual understanding. Yeah, I like that. So Rick, what are some key elements to a basic question? You've been saying it the exact same way for coming up on 25 years. Correct. What are some of those key pieces that you say and that if I'm a listener, I can take away from this and make sure I incorporate into my basic question? I, you know, the setup, the basic question, people go, well, yeah, okay, let's talk about the basic question. Mine includes the basic question is, and the reason be it, it commands the, the customer to actually, here's, we're coming with a hard yes or no right yeah. here. So it sets the customer up for, hey, we're asking, now give me that yes or no. And then you always got to put in now. I mean, the world that we live in today, everybody wants instant gratification. They want it now. But if it comes down to pulling the trigger and being committed to something large, we like to drag our feet. Yeah. So when you close, make sure it's direct and make sure it addresses now. 
Yeah. And and here's one thing that the, the, the key is to ask it the way you just asked. My basic question, ask for a note. Leading up to it, though, a lot of times it's good to have a summary mm-hmm. close. Mm-hmm. And what do I mean by that, Brad? A summary close is where you recap the things that the customer found of interest in the product, good, or service. Get them to say yes or be in agreement on three or four things because that gets yep. them saying yes and it's a perfect segue into the yep. basic So it'd be question. something like... Um, Hey, so you can see how this product will really benefit your life, right? I really can. And you can see how it's how the styling of it is perfect for you, right? Yes. And that your wife is going to love you when you bring this home. Yes, she is. All right. My basic question is, do you like it well enough to t- own it right now? Yes. Absolutely. So, Those assumptive closes all the way up just make that more powerful. And sometimes you, when you get there and you're asking these questions and you're reiterating some of their hot buttons... Um, all you're doing is getting them a little more excited. A mm-hmm. couple more yeses before you hit them with that basic question. Are you ready to commit now to own this beautiful car? It just helps the whole process go a little smoother. Okay, I love it. Do we have an action item for this? I got one? an action item for you. I guess my basic question is, do you ask every time? Well, and what I mean by that, my action item today is every customer that you have interaction with today, I want you to close something. And it can be something as simple as you don't have time to purchase a day today. I guess my basic question is what time tomorrow are you coming back? Three or four. So the assignment is close everyone you talk to today on something with a basic question. Okay. I love it. Well, as usual, I have been furiously, furiously scribbling copious notes. Today we're talking about the basic question. More often than not, we don't even ask the basic question. We'll say things like, what do you think? And uh, let me know what questions you have. And these are just simply not it. It comes down to a yes or a no. Are we moving forward? Uh, You just ran a marathon in sales. Failure to ask the basic question is failure to cross the finish line. Why would you ever do all that work and not cross the finish line? So you've got to ask the basic question. Why don't we do it? Fear, not wanting to start over, not feeling confident in the skill set or service that we're offering. You've got to get over all of that. The basic question is, do you like the vehicle well enough to buy it right now if we can get the numbers right? It gets to the point. It gets right to the point. Is it a yes or is it a no? Uh, And you owe it to the customer to ask this. This customer has just spent a lot of time with you. You owe it to them to ask the basic question. If they say no, it's okay. Pivot and walk through the no to get to a yes. We talked about getting to a yes two episodes ago. Uh, Please go and listen to that one if you haven't already. Uh, no one wants to be slyly sold. People want to buy, and that requires the basic question. So part of the basic question is adherence to the sales process. If you're skipping steps, you haven't earned the right to ask the basic question, and it's not going to work for you. So finally, just what are the key elements to the basic question? Well, you're going to start with the basic question is. This sets the expectation for the customer. You should use the word now. This is going to put the customer in the present, and it's going to let them know that there's some urgency here. And then finally, a summary close. You want to recap the interests the customer has expressed and the benefits that will get the customer saying yes. Last, you absolutely have to ask for a commitment. Gentlemen, did I get that? Did I get all Nailed that? It. Did I get everything Man, in those that? copious notes? I love them copious They're notes. They're so super copious. Gentlemen, this has been fantastic. This has been a great topic. Um, I think this is one of the most beneficial ones that we've had so far. If you're out there listening to this podcast, the basic question is, do you like this podcast well enough <laughs> to give us five stars on iTunes right now? Dang. I want you to Way to ask for it. Nailed right. it. Absolutely. So please uh, leave us some stars on iTunes. Leave us uh, a review on iTunes. 
If you have ideas for future topics, if you've got questions for us, send us an email to podcast at youngcoe.com. And then lastly, if there's anybody who could benefit from this podcast, please get it in front of them. Stock them in the parking lot. Get it in front of your teacher, social worker, clergy, whoever you're working with at the time, dog trainer. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know who's in your life, but get this podcast in front of them. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. And Dana Moi, y'all. Mm-hmm.